Welcome to the box set pod. My name is Howell and this is Jamie. Hey. Oh, what can we say? I mean, it, there's slack. A and thousand apologies. There's us. It's been, it's been, there's the, every it's single. unprofessional. First of all, thousands of people, literally not thousands of people have emailed to ask where we've been and why we've been so irregular of late. And we're popping up now to tell you that you thought that was bad. We're about to disappear off your radar for two months. Two and a, probably more like three months by the time you wow. can spare change. I mean... Well, you know, yeah, because Howell, I mean, Howell's the main culprit here. Don't, selfishly. Don't blame, don't blame the jester. Selfishly, I have decided to go off around the world for two months. Oh, uh, unbelievable. Literally all the way around the world. So... Tonight we're going to talk about that trip, um, rather than TV. Or, or, although maybe at first, should we just sum up um, what we're watching at the moment? Uh, Handmaid's Tale season two is exciting me very much. Yeah, enjoying it. A few, a few, few points about that. First of all, I started it. I felt very kind of annoyed, and I was like, "Oh, I don't know if I can get into this again because it's so dark and it's so depressing." Yeah, but it's the genuinely the best TV out there at the moment. Is Handmaid's Tale? How they managed to make a depressing show like that so captivating, and I put a lot of it down to Elizabeth Moss, my- who I genuinely started to think she may be one of my favourite actresses of all time mm. what because about she's so. What if you just an, say you, you're damn, you're damn right, you're damn yeah. right. What am I doing there? Mm. And you know what? I'd put her up there with De Niro in her ability to convey so much with such a minimal amount of expression, facial. Facial skill, facial maneuverability. Mm. You can see so much, and so much in the pleasure of watching The Handmaid's Tale is watching her, the close up shots of her face and her, ex- and you can see exactly what she's feeling mm. behind those eyes. It's a brilliant performance, really, it really is. is. It really is. Um, uh, the first series, you know, my objection to the first series that it just felt like we were stuck in a slow motion tumble dryer of doom. And whilst mm. that was, like Matt Wanless described, you know, um, an interesting world to explore, mm. Mm. Um, it did drive me around the frickin' bend. And mm. the beginning of this series, let's just say there's a bit of a prison break going on, um, and there is something then that happens that I think, oh, no, there we go. Back to square one. But, no, somehow it's become yeah. more and more delicious and it's a it's a rare example of sometimes yeah. when when a tv show goes off book literally you know they've left the book behind um a bit like we found in the latest game of thrones series suddenly mm. when the telly people get their hands on it and you've got some great writers you can go mm. to new places uh, one of the things that was back to it though the word you where do you say delicious is so mm. right because this is what tv can do yeah. the film can't really it's like you can go back into a world mm. and now you, you know all this 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 history, this past events, the relationships that have developed over time between these characters. And now they've like marinated to make this really rich, delicious source of drama. And an example it it of what incredible. happens if you do that too much is Star Wars. <laughs> like once uh, you've gone completely inside out and upside down. Um, mm. But but yeah, it's it's really de- uh, delightful and delicious. And there's questions like uh, the way that Yvonne Strahovski, I think, played plays the her part. Um, mm. I wondered whether there was 
Uh, well, all along there was an implication. I thought that she was playing it too sympathetically. That we found ourselves thinking that she was somehow um, locked into uh, some morality here. That she was pushing down the fact that she knew something was wrong. Um, and it never seemed to add up. It was never like, we never really see any evidence of that. You know, in the book, I think that character is just very mm. cruel. Um, and she added a dimension to it, which the story never backed up. It cashed checks that its story could not cash. <clears throat> and then mm. in series two, we've, we have found things out about her and there has been some movement there, which suddenly makes sense of all of that. And that's really nice. It is. And she's doing very well. It's a great performance as well from, from her as well. She's, she's brilliant. And her interactions with Elizabeth Moss's character, of some of the best, the best stuff on screen. She's magnificent. It's a great show. I mean, yeah, just watch her. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Every series of Chuck and you'll realise how great that there actress is. There we go. Is. No, it was coming. Absolutely no, it great. Was coming. What else um, are you watching? Have you watched um, the Vietnam well, documentary, the PBS Vietnam documentary? No, I haven't. I've heard it's very... I, I heard Martin Sheen oh, yeah, going on about it. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I've heard it's very good. But the guy who did it, uh, what's his face? I've forgotten his name. The, the documentary maker. Yeah. He's very good at doc- I've seen his other work. He did a really good American Civil War yeah. documentary, and uh, yeah. I've heard this one is very good as well. Yeah. What else are you watching? Um, I am watching. Um, I'm watching a bit of Bob's Burger. Bob's Burger is brilliant. I don't know if you've got into Bob's Burger yet, Howell. I thought it was Bob's Burgers. Yeah, yeah, it is Bob's Burgers. You're damn right. What? It's Bob's Burgers. But right. you know, so you don't know the title, but you've got really into it. <laughs> Uh, yeah, well, you know, it's a small mistake. Are you watching it? Nope. Is it on Netflix? Brilliant. Bloody brilliant. It's not. Well, where no. is it? So you have to watch it on the Comedy the comedy Network channel, Howell. Uh, Paramount Comedy Channel, you know that one. The Comedy the, Channel. The Comedy What's Channel. What's it called now? What's the Comedy Channel comedy called? Central. Comedy Central. Comedy Central. You've got to watch it on Comedy Central. Right. It's brilliant. Okay. Best. It's the best animated comedy out there at the moment. Okay. Uh, I, or even though I'm very excited about the the the, the new Matt Groening one, he's um, mm-hmm. he's got a new comedy coming on Netflix. It's the it, the trailer for it presents The Simpsons was the his portrayal of the of the present, Futurama's look at the future, and this new comedy is going to be about looking at the past. So it's um, that's where it's going. Looks interested. Wow. Hope it's good. Really hope it's good. Sounds good. Um, what have you got? What have you got in your um, your bank? What have you been doing? Uh, obviously, we've just done the staircase. Excellent. Right. I'm in the. I'm just starting that. Oh yes, you're going to enjoy it. I'm pretty sure I'll have told you about that. You know, I watched it in 2005. You watched the original when it was on uh, BBC. I did Storyville, and it was in the days when we were just starting out in radio, and we would get home very late, 
and it was being repeated on um, BBC Four late at night. And I really got into it. I was like, this is amazing. And I often thought of that. I often thought, that's one of the best documentaries I've ever Mm. seen. And then when it appeared on Netflix with the big sticker of Netflix original all over (laughs) it, I was like, I swear that I've seen this before. And it is. But they have have added extra episodes of their own, though, haven't they? They've added three episodes or four episodes. And I think what they've done is, you know, the studio is called Netflix original or whatever. The brand is called Netflix original. And they just um, buy products, you know. Mm, yeah i'm also watching uh bridge season four bridge season four uh, and uh, i don't know if you stuck with it i know you had your you had issues with the bridge how all it being like a whodunit kind of my, scenario my mum and dad have been going on and on and on about it like, watch the bridge watch that bridge watch that bridge oh, the bloody right well i slapped them in the face and oh. said you're 70 Shut up. You don't know what you're talking about. Which is the way the old people should be dealt with. Wow. Just leave it at that. Uh, No, we'll probably watch it. Let's, I mean, now that you've said it, Jamie, because I always take your advice on things, I will, um, I'll I'll do it. I'll watch it. You know, it's just the the character of Saga is so rich, so enjoyable to to watch. Well, that's what they keep going on about. You know, she's an autistic character, isn't she? She's an autistic. She is, and she's very. She's very, she's a brilliant performance, but she's, you, you love her as a character and you care about her so much. And her journey is extremely kind of difficult at times. Here's the her relationships my, with others. My mum and my auntie Jan had over dinner the other night. Oh, oh, she's brilliant, isn't she? Yes, she's brilliant. She's autistic, isn't she? Now, in real life, she's not autistic, no. In real <laughs> life, she's married to a pastor. Can you believe it? Oh, she's married to a pastor. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know that. It's quite a good fact. Is it? Is it? Is it shocking that no, behaving really. the way she does is married to a pastor? <laughs> it's really funny. I'm like, oh, yeah. Um, yeah. Okay. So the the, the bridge, the staircase. Um, what do you yeah. think about the theory that I've just bought some more shares in, in Netflix, which just keep going up and up and up? Um, right. I wish I'd put all my money that I had saved into Netflix because if I had, I probably would have made. About fifteen thousand pounds in the last three years by doing really. Is this wow. gone up? I just bought a couple of shares, but they've like gone up three hundred percent. And I mean, let's be honest. When Netflix was starting to break through, you know, we it was one of many that was breaking through at the same time. You know, there were other there were other on demand services that were starting to kind of raise their heads, mm-hmm. but Netflix has has just taken over, hasn't it? Arguments, I it should have been... uh, arguments are being made that they're making too much content, that, that they're flooding it too much. You know, their budget next year is is it like 12 billion or something. I think it's brilliant. I don't see the problem in having more and more content. No, I mean, because obviously, you, find obviously your, you... you find your corner, don't you? You find your well, Yeah, and ultimately it's a good thing for the industry because it's it's more creativity if they are a company which they seem to be that gives a license to to the the creatives to do what they want and create what they want and tell the stories yeah, that they want there's, then there's nothing wrong with that there's so few companies that actually think like them and that's why they're doing so well and the stock market's constantly surprised you know they've been saying for years well it's going to go down it's going to go down and he's like, well, actually, I remember, I think on this podcast a few years ago, we were saying, 
we were talking about the algorithms that they use and, and Netflix mm. belief in the algorithm to be able to predict, you know, the recommends. Mm. Yeah. Um, they'll tell you what to watch next. And we kind of unanimously all said, I hate that. I hate it when he tells me what to watch next. I can't, be-. you know, I started getting really nervous. Mm. I was like, why are they putting their business eggs in that basket? Because actually, I like having a variety of stuff. But mm. actually, you can totally see why years later they're, they're making more stuff than you could ever navigate through yourself. And that algorithm is meaning that I'm finding the Vietnam documentary when Jamie isn't finding it for whatever reason, even though he studies history. And you, it's working. You know, it's great. Ken Barnes. Ken Barnes is oh. a documentary maker who's uh, no, made the Civil War one and that one. And he's, he's widely known as like the, or the best historical documentary maker in the business. Ken Barnes. Boom. Ken Barnes. Yeah, Netflix are amazing. Uh, also, you know, Netflix uh, shows that are incredibly successful are returning, like Glow uh, has just come that's, back. That's I've just started watching, second yeah. series. Yep. I, I think it's been a strong start. Now, I do like you the, remember I like this us interviewing remember. my friend from drama school, Helena Barrett, on our radio show once, the stunt woman who lives in LA. Ameri- American. Yes. Yeah, I and remember we, her. We sent her a plaque that we made, didn't we, that she took a photo of in her garden. Yeah, yeah, she, yeah, I remember that, yeah. Helena Barrett is, um, both in series one and series two, Alison Bree's stunt woman. And really? Yeah, last time I was in LA, Helena, uh, she was too busy to meet up, but she sent me a, she said, oh, I'm starting filming Glow series two tomorrow and sent me a picture of her and Alison Bree together in the boxing ring. Wow, that is amazing. What a small world, eh? Isn't Oof. that awesome? That's fantastic. And it started well, season two. You know, it's a, it's a good show, Glow, because it's not just funny. It's actually, it's got a very, it's got a cold streak. It's got a brutal yes, streak which to is it, Mark and Marin I like that. Yeah, and Mark Maron, um, I watched the first episode of his TV series, Maron, because I was a fan of his yeah. podcast, and I thought, oh, he's not a very good actor. But he was just starting out then, obviously, because I think in this, he's brilliant. He's funny, he's confident, he's, he's a really good actor in this, I think. Yeah. So that's returning. Also, the affair season four now is it has returned? I've not started that yet, but I do plan. Ah. The affair is one of those shows that maybe should have ended. Yeah, fuck that. But hasn't I left ended. it at series one. When they ended series one with him just being like locked up, I was like, oh, you know, accused. I was like, mm. no way. I mean, yeah. tell me this: do we do we do you know who did it by this point? By yes, three? yeah, okay. And, and we've we kind of moved on. It's moved on from that plot, but it is a show that probably should have stopped a lot sooner. Speaking of shows that should have stopped sooner, but are coming back, the box House pod. of Cards. Oh, House of Cards. House of Cards yeah. is returning for the fi- I, th- I believe it's the final series. The Sounds cast have been doing a lot of junkets, talking about oh Kevin Spacey. Yeah. Uh, we didn't we didn't know. We thought he was a nice guy. Yeah, and a lot of issues around that. That's returning. How are they going to navigate around the main character of the show? I know. Uh, I don't know. Well, but they just will. They'll just. I think they'll just make a good show. They'll they'll do that thing. There's plenty of shows in the past that have had to write out a character and crack on, and it'll become a different thing. I hope. Who knows? Yeah. Not even talked about where I'm going around the world. Well, you can do a quick itinerary. You don't have to go through it in detail, do you? Well, I'll tell you where I'm going, and you can uh, mark it out of 10. And then okay. and then at the end, you can tell me how much you think I paid for the flights, all right? Okay. Manchester to Dublin. Um, so six. Dublin to San Francisco. Oh, that's a good nine out of 10. Yosemite. 
Seven. Napa Valley. Eight. Kona, which is the Hawaiian island um, where the volcano is going off. Oh, three. <laughs> Honolulu on Oahu, the other island. I'll give that a ten, yeah. Osaka, Japan. Yeah, I'm keen on going there. Eight. Hiroshima. Uh, seven. Good. I was expecting a controversial answer. No. Tokyo. Tokyo. Uh, yeah, I'd like to go there. Nine. Tokyo Disneyland. Oh, of course you're going there. <laughs> Disney Sea, right. which is a unique to China. Disney Sea. Uh, that's another nine. Um, Beijing, Great Wall of China. Oh, yeah, I'm seven. Um, Macau. You know Six. Macau? It's yeah. The Vegas of the East. Yeah. Um, Bangkok. Um, six again. Hoi An in Vietnam, a beautiful small town with lanterns floating on a river. Four. Ho Chi Minh City, aka Saigon. Five. Oh, he's not bothered about Vietnam. You don't want to go to Vietnam. No. The insects. Mm, that's not a very nice way to talk about a race. Um, <laughs> is Vietnamese a racist? No, it's a nationality. Um, yeah. And um, uh, Hong Kong. Seven. And then back to London, Heathrow, and to Manchester. Uh, two. There you go. So, all of those flights. Okay. All those flights, added them up together on just for Sky you. Skyscanner, if you did that per person, if you did that on Skyscanner right now, the flights would be around seven and a half to eight thousand pounds to do all of that. Right. How much um, using my skills with Evans Travel, Air Miles, combination of things, did I do it? Uh, nine grand. £1,200. What? Are you, yeah, but you're travelling on like a budget flight, Owl. Um, I'm flying to San Francisco in choice strip seats. I'm flying to... Almost every flight is either premium economy or... It's uh, business class. <laughs> okay, how how have you done this? Because I'm really good at booking flights, so you know, ask me. Uh, wow! Collect okay. your air miles, people. I'll tell you this: we're flying back from um, Hong Kong to Heathrow on Virgin Atlantic in premium economy for thirty-five pounds. What? Yeah. All right, well, fair play to you. I'm going to Bournemouth. <laughs> so, so how, how much you give Bournemouth out of 10? Big. Uh, I, see, I mean, it's good. It's good. One and a half. Okay, thank you. Um, how much for, How much for flights? Zero. I'm driving the petrol will be £50. I nearly drowned in Bournemouth. You be careful. Um, okay. Right, so basically, here's what to do. Go back through our podcasts. Yeah, uh, I'll give you, I'll give you a recommendation. Go and listen to the uh, Walking Dead versus Game of Thrones one. That's a real doozy. So yeah, um, see you in October. Go back and listen to our podcast. Why don't you go back and check out some of the TV series that you could watch? One of my top recommendations is uh, what was it called? Nasty Girl. Not Mean Girl. Mean Girl. <laughs> was it? No, Nasty Girl. Nasty Gal was the name of her company. The, the, the girl who... Oh, they, God, that got uh, cancelled, Howell. It got cancelled and it got panned on this podcast. Go and listen to it and then watch the first series. Um, oh, and also watch on Netflix, watch Haters Back Off. 
Really? Good, is it? Oh, man. Have you seen um, Jerry Seinfeld's Comedians in Cars when he talks to Miranda Sings? Yes. It's yeah. her. It's her character, Miranda Sings. You'll love it, Jamie. You'll okay. love it. Okay. Popping it on. Popping it on the list. And that got cancelled after two series, and it's tragic that it did, but nobody knew about mm. it. That's one of the downsides of making so much content, is that mm. you know, if no one finds it... Um, but it is great. Get it on the list. What's it called? Right then. It's called Haters Back Off. Well done. Right. See, the woman with the lipstick. That's right. That's okay, right. I'm That's on awesome. it. I'm on it. Okay. See ya. See you on the See you in a bit, everyone. Bye. Email us. Yeah. Thousands are. <laughs> hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. 